You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Chrysler became the first U.S. car maker to be sued over fraudulent engine claims. Dodge truck owners alleged some engines were rigged to hide emissions that were as much as 14 times higher than that allowed by law. Similar claims were made against Volkswagen, which admitted that it installed devices designed to fool emission testing in 11 million cars worldwide. Chrysler and its diesel technology partner Cummins deny the accusations and say they'll fight the lawsuit. Joining me are the attorney for the plaintiff. Steve Berman of Hagen's Berman, Sobel, and Shapiro, and Professor Eric Gordon of the University of Michigan Law School. Steve, what are the major allegations of the lawsuit? The major allegation is that these cars, diesel cars, are subject to certain emission standards. And we allege that the engines uh, violate the emission standards by, by many magnitudes. And Eric, What's the major question for the fact finder in this case? Well, uh, if I understand the complaint correctly, uh, the claim is that uh, the company's made representations that are deceptive and false. The fact that the uh, the trucks now um, at 70,000 miles or, or whatever mileage at some time later are in fact not in compliance is not the same as saying that uh, when the trucks were sold, the claims about their cleanliness were false and deceptive. So the fact finder is going to want to go beyond just, well, yeah, they're spewing out this uh, this pollution to did the companies at the time they sold these trucks and at the time they uh, made representations to EPA, uh, did they make claims that they knew were false? How will that be? That what seems like it's a very difficult thing to prove unless there is some kind of internal documentation, emails. I mean, how would that be proven? Well, you can prove it. Uh, you know, you hope that you can fish and find the smoking gun, um, which was found in Volkswagen's case. Um, so who knows whether it exists or not. Or you find evidence which would convince a juror that, well, look, they obviously knew. that They had to know. We, we don't have an email. But how could they not have known? So th that kind of evidence also works. How is this similar to the VW case? Is it exactly the same? Well, it doesn't strike me as being exactly the same because in VW, what was discovered was software which was deliberately engineered to produce test results that were different than the real world. That's different than having trucks that, in fact, pollute more than they, uh, which now pollute more than they were claimed to pollute. And 
in in this complaint, there's a lot about the VW emissions problem. Is there a link that they're trying to establish? Well, I you know, you know, this is uh, this is fairly common in complaints uh, where you would like to link the person you claim to be a wrongdoer with somebody else who's widely believed to be a wrongdoer. So even though, you know, these these are big trucks, these are not Volkswagens, they're different companies, um, in the end, they both involve air pollution, which is a, is a, you know, a harm to everybody. Uh, so, you know, if you can link your, your defendants to people that are you know, pretty widely believed to be bad guys, that's a pretty that's a pretty good strategy. The, the link here would seem to be you know damage damage to the environment, air, air pollution, which is you know something that I think jurors will take very seriously. Steve, what kind of proof do you have that this was knowingly done by these companies? Well, we tested these vehicles, um, and this is a pattern now that I've seen. I, I have a case against Volkswagen. Obviously, everyone knows about that. We have a case against Mercedes. And I began wondering, why is it that the Germans can't comply, but the Americans can? So we went out and tested these cars, and there's no way. First of all, something the professor said I would disagree with, and that is they have to meet emission standards for 120,000 miles. So it's not good enough that they pass at the first few thousand. They have to pass throughout. And the vehicles we tested, they have, you know, some mileage on them, but they're they're not passing. Um, So we think that the way this thing operates, both Cummings and Dodge had to have known that what was happening here is that the, the Knox trap that takes the, the dirty particles fills up so frequently that it has to engage in a regeneration. So the car regenerates about 25% of the time it operates. And when it regenerates, it puts out a massive amount of Knox, 10 times the limit. There's no way that these cars could have gone through the testing process from the get-go without both Cummings and Dodge being aware that this is how they operated. Eric, if this does go to a jury and doesn't settle, is had to have known enough? Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of cases are found on had to have known, but, but it has to be very strong evidence. Jurors aren't good with science or engineering evidence. Um, the the fact and the, you know and the fact that there's an EPA violation is different than the fraud claims. The the really dangerous claims here to the companies are the fraud claims. That that's that's a little bit different. And you know walking them through and saying, well look here's how the engineering works and and here's what we found. So they had to know it. You know that that's a real to- that's a real toss up. Um, but but the the fact is, uh, you know, the smoking guns are 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 fairly rare. A lot of cases are one, and they had to know. But they had to know. I mean, they really had to know. Um, and after the fact, looking back and saying, well, knowing what we now know today, they had to know. That's that's tough. It's doable, but uh, it's not easy. Steve, are you hoping to find a smoking gun as you go through discovery? Sure, everyone. That's our one dream. <laughs> and, of course, I, you know, I can't get too specific, um, but in the Volkswagen case, um, we found uh, smoking hot guns. So we, we think that there's going to be a, a email record and text messaging record that will help prove our case once we get into discovery. And also, tell me about... Chrysler and Cummins suing each other. 
Well, they recalled a different model year of this truck because it's violating emission standards, and they're both blaming it on each other. So there's a little smoke there that's going to be pretty interesting for us. It's different model years, but I'm not, I'm not uh, convinced that this is not related. Eric, are there more of these cases to come? Is this just the tip of the iceberg? Well, I, you know, I mean, I think um, attorneys who are on the alert to the, uh, you know, the potential of these cases are going to test every diesel vehicle ever made. And that's probably a good thing because uh, on an overall level, the idea that we have clean diesels has really been called into question. Do we have clean diesels? Or do we have phony clean diesels? And and once you start wondering about that, the, the logical thing, you know, not just because it's a good way to make a fee, but because you really do want to clean up the air, is to test everything that's diesel to see are there any clean diesels or are they all kind of bad? The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.